Wrestling Podcast. I'm, of course, Nick McDaniel, and as always, I enjoy my moment of iron. Hello, folks. It's good to be here. I appreciate everybody who reached out to me about my health. I am steadily improving. We'll be back standing in the corner of wrestling shows before you know it. Okay. Oh, yeah. We got lots of people asking about you on Saturday, thank you, thank which you. we'll discuss, we'll discuss that. that over on the George Indy Talk show, obviously, a little more. Um, but, you know, hey, before we get started, because, hey, we had to, I told, we told you last week the mailbag was starting to fill up. And even this week, there was even some more that's coming in. So we got to stay on that. Yeah. Um, but before we get started, we always want to remind you, obviously, please make sure you're heading over to youtube.com. You know, I love that backslash C backslash tapped out wrestling podcast, or you just go to YouTube and search tapped out wrestling podcast, find the channel. And we always ask you to do a couple things, right? Myron, what do we ask you to yes, do? Myron? Sir, subscribe, click that bell. So you get the updates and get the extra content by joining us there that's right become a member you know like i said join turn your notifications on with that little bell and then of <laughs> course become a member if you want to get the show early and the other stuff that i throw on there i look we've kind of moved on right to this so youtube's our our home now so obviously if you yes. want to be a member just kind of keep going you know get all that stuff early all of that is right there um in one place for you trying to make it an easy fan for everybody yes so definitely Tip off to the OGs. They know what I mean when I say that. Those guys, you know, we love you guys. Uh, we'll always be there for you, too. Yes. Um, but, man, hey, without further ado, lots of stuff going on this week, man. There's, I mean, it was all over the place. Because you got to remember, oh, guys, we recorded prior to we, – we, we always record prior to Dynamite. That's the hard thing. Yes. So we're almost kind of always a full, you know, week behind when it comes to Dynamite. So we're covering stuff, and we try to keep, you know, everything that's all the moving parts – I know there's stuff that we're going to talk about in that uh, question later, uh, but, you know. So, but look, so much going on between pay per views and major announcements, this, that, and the other. So let's just dive right into it, Myron. Oh, straight yeah. into the questions, man. Our friend Austin from Grover Beach, California, asked the question everybody has been asking: Should Cody have wrestled at Hell in a Cell? Mm. So purple. Mm. So a uh, friend of the show um, messaged me and we were kind of going back and forth and, uh, you know, like, they're like, hey, it's WWE's a billion dollar company. It's a liability. They shouldn't have let him wrestle. You know, it shouldn't have been on Cody's because I know he's come out and said my decision, you know, post-match, it was 100% his decision whether he wrestled. Um, so I do want to give a little bit of a backstory here as to why, like, I never had a problem with it. Um, and it's, it's... It, I know a doctor has come out and released a video and things like this, but it was funny. So when I saw it, it was funny. Even of all people, like my wife saw it and she didn't have a problem with it from jump because she got it because here's why. So my daughters were really into like wrestling, like you know, high school wrestling. They were managers for the team, et cetera. Uh, and there was a, there's a kid on the wrestling team who tore a labrum and then we had one with a jacked up peck, kind of like, you know, like coat, whatever. And so I kind of knew going into it when they said, Hey, the peck's torn from the bone. I'm like, okay, well, it's not going to get any worse. Like I remember this kid wrestling like that because the doctors told him like, look, it's already jacked up. Like you can't make it any worse. It's going to hurt like hell, but if you can get through it, you I mean, it's, you know, it's like I said, it's, it's going to hurt really bad, but it's not going to get any worse. So then it literally, that, so somebody was like, well, why would they put that on Cody? I don't know, because how about he's the bitch hurting? Yeah. 
Like it's his call. Can he get through it or not? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And uh, much like the Grinch's heart and the Grinch's stole Christmas, my admiration for Cody grew 10 sizes that day. Um, my, my respect for Seth Rollins's performance. I have never been a Seth Rollins fan. Um, I appreciate Seth Rollins now. The psychology in that match that he used and worked was beautiful. But Cody, as an old man, I can see not doing it. 20 years ago, I would have been, hell yeah, I'm doing that. But as I've aged and my health has given me issues, <coughs> I can see the negatives to doing it. But he did it. It's We can't argue about it anymore. He did it. He was purple as hell. Probably the ballsiest move in wrestling in, in forever. And they, the thing is, they elevated the stage so high because the injury was the big talk. And so they set this matchup where it was, it was on a pedestal already, and they had to perform. And it was perfect. Yeah. I mean, we heard tale of they cut some things out of the match, you know, that were a little risky. Um, and, you know, somebody was like, oh, he's endangering Seth. And I'm like, did he really? Because he never really picked Seth. You notice that? Like, there wasn't a lot of yeah. move where it was like, he could have hurt him by like dropping him and kind of things. Like they wrestled yeah. more of an old school wrestling match. Yeah. Um, told a good story. Uh, and like I said, it did I, look, I'm not saying tear your peck to, you know, to advance the storyline, but I mean, it, it did a hell of a job for that match because it put a lot of the, the risk you know, of like, Hey, he's injured, you know, can he do this? And what do you have to overcome? Now there's, look, there's a debate. It would have been an easy route to say, okay, then this is the excuse why Seth beats him. Right, like if Seth mm-hmm. wins, everybody, you know, Cody's excuse is, well, he had a torn pec, so, you know, so, I we're not debating whether Seth should have won, you know, or whatever, whatever, because let's be blunt with you, the next night, that's essentially what Raw was for, was to Seth to get all of his heat back. Yes. So yes. that whole angle is built up for that, um, and to come out by the way, how oh, the, I get chill bumps when I say the dude's name, right, Dusty, right, for Seth to come out there, and then I how how. How intricate of a detail was it when, you know, when Seth says to Cody, you know, I know I'm the last one you want to hear this from, but you're, you know, you're, but Dusty would be proud of you. The irony of that is in my brain, I think, no, you're exactly the one who should say it because you were one of Dusty's NXT kids. Like you're, you're, has he done more than anybody as far as Dusty's kids coming out of NXT? Like, I don't know what Roman's level of being, you know, Dusty's kids, down there, he probably, all that, but you always hear Seth was one of Dusty's kids coming out of NXT. He's exactly the one who should be saying that to Cody. I, yeah, I, uh, that was a masterpiece level match. It was harder to put on that match because of the injury. And they, they not only succeeded, they super succeeded with that because, I wasn't really feeling it, honestly. But what I saw last night was a classic. I did not get to watch it until last night, the match itself. Because all the stuff going on, graduation parties, my family, my health, and everything going on. I sat down and watched it last night, and I was enthralled. I had emotions. I got involved in this match. I felt feelings in this match. And I guarantee that wouldn't have happened without the injury. 
just raising the level so much and it was intense and uh wow it was great yeah and now let's talk about like post because then there's a follow-up to that is you know now they're saying he's potentially gonna have surgery six to nine months um although in his promo it was kind of odd that he teased if the what if there's ever if there's a remote possibility he can be back by money in the bank and win i was kind of like okay that's just weird now here Okay, this isn't in the notes, Myron. I'm really about to freestyle. Okay. Hear me out. What if somehow they could hold off surgery? Because I have two scenarios about Cody's return. Look, the obvious easy one is, look, just go have the surgery, come back at the Rumble, you know, like win the Rumble, and you bam, you're right back to where you probably were going to be because look, do we both agree? We everybody had the vibe that Cody's going to win Money in the Bank, right? Well, yeah, it was it was set up for it. It just felt that it was way. A, a natural progression of where they were going. Yeah, I mean, so I think absolutely he was going to win, that, and that could be wrong, but that's what I felt. Yeah. So, a, I think the easy answer is, hey, just have him go away, have him come back at the Rumble, win the Rumble. And then, boom, he's he's on his road to WrestleMania. Now, that's if he's back by then. That's a whole other thing. I think that's the more logical setting. It's to set Two, it for the Rumble. Hear me out. This is a weird one, and I get it. I don't know how you get there. But if you could tell me, because Money in the Bank isn't far off. No, it's only they like were a actually advertising. Yeah, no, it's only a yeah. couple weeks. It's like, like not a month later like most of them. Hypothetically, let's say, Cody, can you wait till the night or the day after Money in the Bank to get that surgery and do this one more? Not a, like, because here's the thing: there's lots of smoke and mirrors in the Money in the Bank, right? Mm-hmm. If you get around mm-hmm. dancing, you know, and him having this match, here, here's the only reason why. By the way, the only reason I've even rem- is it going to happen? No. Do I think it should happen? No. Is it the smartest thing to do? No. But. This is wrestling. Um, <laughs> so, Cody wins Money in the Bank somehow. All he's got to do is climb the ladder and get the briefcase. That's it. By hook or by crook, right? He, he, he somehow he. And I'm not saying he's going to cheat. Because then post surgery, you can have him on TV teasing for six months. Because all he's got to do is walk out with the briefcase. Walk out with the briefcase. Walk out. Walk out with the briefcase. Yeah. Hold his arm. And be yeah, like, like, you know, think oh, about because if if there's oh, if and then got, walk back. If Roman's in a vulnerable position where it looks like, or he just had a, a grueling match, and Cody's music hits and he comes out and he's kind of like teasing the like, I could go down and you know. Uh, you know, it, it would be fun. I, I don't think it's likely, and I think it's a far-fetched idea. So don't, by the way, this is not one of those message me and tell me how dumb an idea it is. I understand it when I said it. Um, but it could be entertaining. Well, who's who's the most likely person to win money in the bank now, if not Cody? Seth? Drew? I mean, it's... Riddle? But you you can't, you gotta, you gotta realize you're gonna take it off Roman if the Money in the Bank guy wins, and then flip it back. Oh, no, no. Sorry, this is, this is my whole take, because I was under the impression that Cody was going to win, 
Cody made a statement a while back about winning money in the bank to be able to challenge for to challenge in the main event for WrestleMania. That slip of the tongue made me believe he was going to win money in the bank, <laughs> hold it all the way. He was going to declare that day. You ain't got to worry about me cashing in on you and surprising. I'm going to tell you when it's going to be. I'm going to main event WrestleMania, and I'm going to use this cash in for that night alone. Which puts a super odd twist on the Rumble if that were to happen. Like, what do you do with the Rumble? Because now are you fighting for a triple threat shot at the at the title? Well, right now there are two belts, technically. They're, is he still carrying the two belts? Yeah, Roman's still bow champion. So, I mean, you know, or did they... But I mean, but is he actually... He hasn't, like... He specifically has two belts, right, yeah. He hasn't melted them together no. and so made one belt. you could make the case, yes, that Cody could say, I want the WWE Championship. And the good Rumble winner goes, I want the Universal Championship. So poor Roman has to wrestle twice. And which, you know, it wouldn't be terrible, by the way. I mean, I know we think Rock's going to be there. So here's the thing. Night one, he has to wrestle Cody Rhodes for the WWE Championship. Maybe this was the original plan. Look, guys, I get it. I'm down a rabbit hole that I should have came out of five Booking minutes. Nick. Booking Nick is killing it. If Cody went had won the money in the bank, he says I'm challenging Roman or whoever's the champion at WrestleMania. Rock returns. He wins the Rumble, which is how we all think it should go, right? Because that's when he's going to have the free time. Yes. Night one, Cody wrestles Roman for the WWE Championship because that's the belt that eluded his father. That's the one he wants. Oh, Night two. Rock wrestles Roman. Rock, Roman has to main event both nights of WrestleMania because he has to wrestle right. Cody one night and Rock the next night or vice versa. I'm telling you, obviously, I think the Sunday night, you know, whoever. Um, Actually, my I phone's ringing. That. I would it's probably... a Connecticut number. Huh? I said my phone is ringing. It's a Connecticut number. <laughs> okay, they're wanting to know how you got this shit. It's, okay. it's wrestling, man. Just make the shit up. It's fun. But anyway, let's, let's move on because that was a rabbit hole um, that I just kind of, I don't know how I even went down it because we all thought, but anyway, so, but goes back to our original point. I had no qualms with Cody wrestling at Hell in a Cell. And I understand, trust me, I'm Mr. Liability and from a business standpoint and all that stuff. I just don't think that it was going to get any worse. And I think I the doctor done said that. I would have done it. If you don't it, have but... a problem with Ric Flair wrestling, you shouldn't have had a problem with Ooh. With Cody Rhodes wrestling, so there's that part. Ow! So that's just my take on that piece. So Ooh, anyway, let's keep it moving, man. Because uh, there's also there, we think there's some ramifications for Cody being injured and going to be gone. That leads us into well, our next question. Brendan from Oxford, Pennsylvania, has asked us, "Why do you think Edge was booted from Judgment Day?" So. When we got the question, here's the funny thing. Note, things have changed since the notes were made for the show because more stuff has come out. Um, obviously, the initial thing was, well, it's because Cody was injured. They needed a new baby face, so you move him over because internally, you know, the, the memos are saying that he's a bad baby face, which my argument is, can he be? I mean, after all the shit he's done over the last few months, can anybody actually embrace him just because well. they, they booted him out of, you know, of uh out of the judgment day. I, I don't know that you can. Is it um, work, Part two was, I originally, when the notes were done, I was like, is it time for him to just take his annual hiatus that he goes on where he, hey, I wrestled so much for this year. I'm a part-timer, so now I'm going to go away for a little while. Well, Not you don't knocking wanna, that, by the way. Kudos. You don't want to ruin, you don't work too much and ruin your social security benefits. I mean, you know, my take is I, maybe that, I thought maybe that was it. Yeah. Um, 
we'll see. Now things have come out, and supposedly, theoretically, and the rumors in and you just says, oh god, that they're wanting to go down a supernatural route with a Judgment Day, and Edge didn't want to go down that route, so just pull him out of it and put Finn in their place. Which, if we'll get into that in a second about the demon and all that kind of stuff, I mean, like yeah. Damian Priest, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so who is killing it right now? Yeah, Damian Priest is at the top of his game. Mm. So pros and cons, though, I do want to address this a little bit with you, a little bit, Byron. I mean, like, because Finn's not as good a promo. No offense to Finn. I mean, like, he's not as good a promo as Edge. Well, Edge a Hall of Famer. In, in the promo department now, with those three in the group, I'm like, okay, well, who's gonna lead the promos? Because. They're all okay. I mean, they're good. They're not bad, but none of them are edge when it comes to cutting a promo. So that was a concern of mine. Um, the second part of it is you're going the supernatural route. Are we talking about the demon being involved? Because I, I see the demon as a babyface character, which is messed up, I know. But that's what I always see it as. I don't see it as a heel character. Well, it's always been out as a babyface. They've always used it. Yeah. When he comes out, he's a babyface when he's the demon. Right. So that that's confusing a little bit, I guess, in my take. Mm-hmm. Um, the only like, but then you there's really no more members to add, unless add a key, you know. And look, I don't love it, um, and because it goes both ways, you know. Everybody went bananas saying that Bray Wyatt was going to return because of Bray's tweet, you know, with the whole like sooner than later. And everybody was doing the like. Did you see the whole six six twenty twenty two thing? Like yes. everybody was like, "Oh, that means it's the six, it's June six, when the Monday Raw." Um, okay, he got you. He worked you. Um, but you're paying attention to him and talking about him, and that's all that's important. Correct. Now, if he came back and was the leader, there's pros and cons. The pro is immediate credibility back to that stable, right? With you know, it's him as the leader and them following him, and it would explain why you booted Edge. Because there's a new leader. There's a new cult leader in this group. And especially if you're going the supernatural route, it makes sense, correct? It could be. He could come back as the the nemesis for this team. That is true, too. Could be. The argument, though, however, is if Bray Wyatt returns, fans are just going to cheer him, and he's going to be a babyface. So that kind of, if you're thinking Judgment Day <laughs> is going to be your heel group, Putting Bray with them is not going to, I mean, mm-hmm. they're going to they're gonna swing full babyface. Yeah. So keep that in mind. That's the only thing, you know. I I just personally think if Bray returns, he should stand alone like, like as a single individual character because he's always had, you know, the family and the, the Wyatt family. Just let him be him for a while. Yeah, I don't do the Fiend. Don't bring him back as the Fiend. That shouldn't, that should never be done again. That's just I, my I take on it. I qualms with him doing it. I just meant, you know. I just meant it like he should be staying alone. Yeah. Um, you know, but that's, you know, things got, you know, because I think he's strong enough on his own. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Is mm-hmm. I don't think he mm-hmm. needs even to have that cold fight. But if you're going supernatural route, you could put the Fiend leading yeah. Judgment Day, but they're going to have to do something super evil to make fans hate them. Like, they're going to have to attack somebody. Yeah. Do so, it, Like, it would have to be like Edge, AJ, um, whomever. Like, I don't know who it is. Like, the, that's the problem with the product right now, in my opinion. I don't know that there's anybody there that is so beloved that if you attack them, that the fans would immediately hate you. 
Mm. Because the fans mm. loved Cody. And in Chicago, they were chanting, thank you, Seth, as he was getting tables and stuff. Yes. To, to put a beating. Yes. So that's, that's a twist or whatever. Mm. Um, but but was, yeah. how have you been getting stronger, Nick? Well, let's check it out. Look, you know, we're all trying to get healthier. And as we all are, there's lots of ways to do it. Uh, and of course, you know, the biggest change is our friends over at Athletic, Athletic Greens, easy for me to say, have made a big impact. And uh, if you don't believe me, take a listen. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because I, I wanted more energy and I wanted to see what was all the hype about. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, even aging. I personally use it because when I started this keto fasting diet I'm on, I was worried about the energy I was going to have. Not now. It supports better sleep quality, recovery, mental clarity, even alertness. By the way, it's cheaper than getting all the different supplements that's in this thing. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews and even recommended by professional athletes. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient and daily nutrition. It's one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements that you're looking to look out for your health. So to make it easy for you, Athletic Screens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit their website at athleticgreens.com backslash emerging. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. That's right, man. Make sure you're heading over to the website. Like I said, you see the across the crawl there on the top, Athletic Greens. Uh, make sure you're checking them out. Like I said, man, it's an easy way to get all your nutrients, all your minerals, vitamins, all that good stuff in one scoop, man, just to make it easier. Stop buying all of those supplements and all that stuff. Expensive just, to buy all the supplements. Exp- yeah. It's a pain in the ass to organize them all. Yep. Just get it in one place. Absolutely. Folks. Athleticgreens.com backslash emerging. Well, think of the things changing and think of the all that good stuff, man. Let's dive right oh, into our next Lord. question. This is the one. On. Yeah. This is the one you're going to have to help me with, Nick, because I have, I've been so out of the loop lately. Our friend Trace from Sturgis, Kentucky, has asked, do you think AEW should have stripped CM Punk of the title? Ooh. Um, I know I know touches about this stuff. I said, I've been so busy lately, I have not been able to keep, keep up with AEW. Uh, what is going on, Nick? Okay, Punk's so hurt, right? To, to answer the question first, Trace, thanks for the question. Um, do you think you know he should be stripped? Okay, it kind of depends. Um, I went on a total rant, which I probably I'm gonna promise myself I'm gonna try not to, but I can't say that I'm gonna hold that promise. It kind of depends on like, so if he's gonna be gone thirty, sixty days. Or more, maybe right. You should have. You probably could have stripped him. Now, 
The only argument against it is they've done interim titles before. It's kind of a UFC move. Mm-hmm. They did it with the TNT belt a while back. Remember they like mm-hmm. anyway. Um, so like there's precedent there, so I'm not really opposed to it. Like saying, hey, we're gonna have an interim champion. Um, my take would be like, hey, if you knew he was gonna be gone, let's say six months, mm-hmm. just strip the belt and go, you know, go with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, if it's gonna be like, hey, we're not real sure. It's thirty to ninety days. It's gonna depend on it. I full sport it. I'm okay with that. Um, you know, it, <coughs> it, it, they've got so many belts, though, Nick. Do they need that belt every day? 30 to 60 days, just hold him off the air. Just let him no, get better. See, that's the other thing. is I, I really believe, man, that I honestly, um, I, you have to have your world title. Like, at least be visible on TV. So I don't, the problem is, is like not knowing how long it's going to be, he's going to be out and not knowing exact detail, all that kind of stuff, vagues it out a little bit. And that's the problem. So, my take would be like, hey, if we're not really sure how long he's going to be gone, I would just wait. Keep him out of matches. You can still do yeah. promos. You can still do things like that. Have him sit at the booth. Be commentary, 100%. Um, you know, now, like I said, if you already knew it's four, six, nine months, 100%. Yeah. Like, I get it. Totally. Um, but, so, should he be stripped? I don't know. I think it's a little more complicated than that. Without all the information, it's kind of hard to answer that. Answer that. Precedent being, of course, they've done it before, so whatever. You're just following suit. You've done it before. Mm-hmm. Um, my total complaints, like I don't have any problems with how that stuff part was handled. That's whatever. There's so many moving parts. Like I don't need The parts I didn't like was two parts. One. The convoluted way that they were like, they're going to crown the interim champion, I thought, A, um, I, I say it like this. They they kind of even felt like they contradicted themselves a little bit during like the announcements of how it was going to work. Two, it was so overcomplicated that they had to put it out in writing, like what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And Tony Khan was on social media explaining it. So I'm going to need some of Tony Khan's Adderall to be able to, to, to read this out and figure it out. My arguments are easy. With pro wrestling, if how something works is so complicated that you had to put it out in writing and you had to explain it that many times, it's too complicated. Preach, brother. It should be simple. And I get it. People are going to be like, oh, it is simple. You're stupid. No, because here's here's my argument as to why I, I completely had a problem with it. One. Like, the, the setup itself, I was like, sure. Okay, whatever. Now I'm going to I'm gonna go with you one further, and I'm going to accept, like, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to give, you know, they're going to be a battle royal, and then this person gets a shot, and they're going to get a shot at the belt versus this guy, blah, 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 all that. Okay, whatever. But then I start digging a little bit. I'm like, wait a minute. How does John Moxley get the auto pass? Like, how is he the one who gets the winner of the battle royal? You see what I mean? I'm like, how does that? How does he even get? So into this the is where the rank. This is where the ranking is are concerned. This is what bugged me, because I'm such a numbers guy. It literally you knew that I, something like this would be the thing that I had to crawl with. A, by the way, no problem with doing the tournament. No problem. What if you're going to do a tournament to crown a no, a battle royal to crown? Didn't care. But to give a guy a free pass and say, oh, he's earned the shot to be why? 
Why was it not Paige who just got beat on Sunday? Does that make sense? Like, why was he, why the, the Sunday prior, he lost the belt. Why was he not, for, because he was your last champion. I, I get they're like, well, there's no rematch clauses. Blah, blah. Okay, fine. But give him the spot that's guaranteed to at least be in the match. Because, whatever. But the problem that really irked me is we, we talk about how the rankings matter and we talk about how, you know, wins and losses matter, et cetera, et cetera. Every week they put out a ranking, right? Every week mm-hmm. they crank them out. Like, this is your ranking, this is your ranking. Not the week of the first and the third. Not that week. You know what they did? They released the rankings twice that week. They released them on Wednesday before Dynamite, and then they released another set on Friday, which was completely odd that they did twice in a week. You know why they released twice in a week? Why is that? You had to control the narrative. On Wednesday, I made sure I wrote this down, Punk was your champion, number one was Wardlow, number two was Adam Cole, three was Hangman Page, four was John Moxley, and five was Jay Lethal. When you released it before Rampage... The new ranking said, CM Punk's your champion, Moxley's number one, Wardlow's number two, Page is number three, Cole's four, Lethal's five. Why so does he, that bug me? He skipped all those places. Moxley what did he do to deserve that? First. Cole fell from second to fourth. And then Wardlow fell from first to second, and Page stayed in third. What did John Moxley do on Wednesday that justified him jumping from fourth to place to first? He beat Daniel Garcia on Dynamite. If you're mm-hmm. telling me that a victory over Daniel... And listen, here's the problem. I don't have any qualms with John Moxley being in the spot. Don't tell me it's because of the rankings, because you know what this is, Myron? This yeah, is going to is chap the ass of a lot of AEW fans. This is a WWE move. Oh, shit, Nick. They literally changed... By the way, I would crap on it. You know why? You know why I like the WWE system? They don't give a shit and just tell you, like, this is a guy who's going to walk out here, challenge for the belt, and Roman's going to accept it or so forth. There ain't a one. There ain't a two. There ain't a Well, this is the problem with sport, trying to be sports-based and act like yeah. you're a legitimate fighting company. Yeah. Just put on the just put on your boots and go out there and, and sports entertain. You know what you could have told me and I would have accepted even better? Because I saw this okay. on Twitter and it blew my mind. John Moxley, his last eight matches on television or pay-per-view have all received more than four stars from Dave Meltzer. Okay. Awesome. Just just tell me for whatever reason. You think he earns a spot. Just tell me why he's there. You literally changed it two days later where somebody with, that looked at it goes, this doesn't make any sense. This is as WWE as it gets. So you're just asking for a reach around. Don't even just a, use just a, it. Just a vague explanation about why they did it. Just some bullshit, yeah. some kayfabe to make it work. I, make it plausible. You can't get there. But that's okay. And here's the problem. I'm not, here's the crazy part. You didn't have to. You were better off not to change these rankings like this. Because then for me to sit there and look at it and go, a Daniel Garcia victory catapulted you. So you're telling me that Adam Cole fell from second to fourth. Why? What did he do, you know, that to, to justify falling? What did Wardlow deserve? I mean, he just decimated MJF at the pay-per-view. 
And so what did he do to lose from Wednesday to Friday? He fell from first to, to, to second. Why? What did, Mo- did Moxley beating Daniel Garcia, was it such a good match? Or, you know, a, 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 a hard, what, why? That's the only part in this whole thing that I have a problem with. I don't have a problem with the system they did, either the setup, the way they're going to do it, none of that. I don't even care that they have an interim champion because they've done it before. So kudos, you're sticking to that. I just think Moxley getting the pass, which, by the way, not even saying he doesn't deserve it. No, no. But don't tell me it's because of the rankings and then this being the case. Uh, the old piss down my back and tell me it's raining. Correct. Uh-huh. So at mm. this point, my whole take was my whole take on it was trash the rankings because they clearly don't matter. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Which, I agree I with that. It. Whatever. But it doesn't well, matter. So speaking of things that have mattered on yes. AEW, there was a fellow, that guy, and our friend Bruce, in Bristol, Connecticut. Hey, Bruce. Uh, what did you guys think of MJF's pipe bomb, and what does it mean for all the rumors? Well, what I'm going to tell you first is WWE's precedence with Naomi and Sasha as far as taking the stuff off the website, taking their merch down when the shit was real, AEW is working it perfectly. Okay? I think the whole thing's a work, but I think it's beautiful. It's like the immaculate conception of work, in my opinion. What do you think, Nick? Well, I think clearly at this point, <coughs> clearly it's not. It's clearly a storyline at this point that it's. Um, look, I tell people all the time, like, look, um, I, do I think there's probably some reality based in there? Of course, right? Because we, it's been there. But, but Tony Khan did not let MJF go down to that ring with a microphone and talk for nine minutes before he cut before the mic. the mic cut off, and it not be national television. And it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful speech. It was very well done. So that to me means there is probably some real to it. MJF is probably pissed off. He's making mid-card money at best. And yet going out there and being what they talk about. Drawing all the eyes that have been on the program lately have been drawn by MJF. But yet he's not getting paid for it. Um, I'll come back to that. Maybe. Everybody loved the promo. Here, because here's the funny thing: is like, oh my god, you know, everybody compared it to the pipe bomb, CM Punk, blah blah. There is a lot of comparisons. You know why? Because they were both they were both storylines. Everybody likes to treat the CM Punk pipe bomb like it was like they, he walked out on WWE, sat down on that stage or that ramp, and cut this great promo, and it was all like him shooting on everything. I'm like, same thing. Vince McMahon would have cut his mic off if it wasn't part of the storyline. Two. Oh yeah. The only qualms I have. I, as a guy who drops an F-bomb on the show every time, and that's, you know, it's kind of hard for me to say things like, what do I always say about promos? Sometimes I think the easy, cheap way to get reaction is to use language in a promo. Because the teenagers yeah. think it's edgy and cool. you know. And I, and I guess at my age now, I don't think the language part makes it edgy, makes it cool. Like, it doesn't do, like, I get, like, oh, you're angry. You can say things angrily without using language. So sometimes, if you go overboard with language, I think it can take away from it. Take that as for what it is. I think it was probably a little too much. Um, One every now and then, I just think, like I said, to go overboard, like, oh, he was really mad, though. Okay, well, 
That's fine. I understand. I'm not saying it was bad. Trust me, it was very good. It was like standout promo of the week. Uh, actually, standout promo for a while. I'll even give you that. Yeah. You know, I haven't oh, seen yeah. one like that that good in a long time. Um, which goes back to, like you said, you know, because he was probably so passionate, because there was truth. He was digging into a place that was really true, that the yeah. emotion was easy to get to. Um, now, to come back to something you said a second ago, if we're here, there's a part of me that believes he has been taken care of now. Like, I don't know that we get him out there working this angle and this if he has no no we if 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 he wasn't getting taken care of i think he would have walked out i think it would have been a legitimate walkout sure there's precedent for it now now kudos for them and, and warner media and all of those guys for their look they're going all in on this thing no pun intended oh yeah taking him off promotional stuff taking him <laughs> off the aw roster on the website pulling his merchandise from all that okay that that is gold and i'll give you the if you're in you're in, and they're going mm-hmm. all in on it. The complaint that I have on it is, is doesn't this make them look like the bad guys? Because the fans were cheering MJF by the end of that promo. And so, you know, I, you saw the clip on Twitter and social media when Tony Khan came out on, I think it was Rampage or whatever. Um, mm. They were chanting MJF. Tony, Tony McMahon, maybe. Um, maybe. maybe. Maybe he's turning. But see, I just don't know if that works. I don't know that that, that scenario fits, because here's the problem. AEW can't look like the heel. They're the babyface company, right? So I, it's 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 a slippery slope, and we'll see. The only other thing that I, as far as what I thought would be fun, was MJF enters this battle royal they're doing, wins, beats Moxley, and he wins the interim championship, setting up for the return of CM Punk. While the whole run of this time, MJF is saying he's the real world champion. Oh, Austin, I like uh, that. Scott Hall, Shawn Michaels. Oh man, remember that? Like I'm the real Intercontinental. Oh. I had to have a ladder match with both titles on the line. Blah blah blah, that kind of thing. Um, the, the the problem I have is at the end of the day. Now, if you're if you're going to make MGF the babyface, you're doing a good job of it. If you want him to be the heel, be careful because you're it's going the other way on you. Yeah. So, but kudos to AEW by the way. But like, they're committed. If this is if this is a storyline, they're committed. Like I said, with the merchandise and the roster and the all that, the, kudos to them. I think they're doing a really good job of that part. Mm. Mm. So, are you betting on Tony or are you betting on MJF on this one? I always put my money on MJF. So, and if you like putting money on stuff, make sure you check out our friends over at Prize Picks. You still working on this? It's two minutes to kick off. Who do I pick? Two words, prize picks. It's so easy. Prize picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. It's just you against the number. Simply pick the over under on two or more players and that's it. You can win up to 10 times your money in just one day. Join over 150,000 people who found a better way to play. Download the prize picks app today and get your first deposit match up to $100. right man make sure you're supporting the show and if you if you love these little bit of betting going on prop picks i like it because again you're not betting against other people like in the uh the dfs the DraftKings kind of stuff uh but you're actually doing props if you pick them and you're right you win it's that simple uh, and make sure you get a look promo code is in the show notes and you know make sure you're doing that because that helps us out of course 
when you do all that good stuff. Well, we greatly appreciate all the support, no matter how you do it, whether it be athletic greens, prize picks, or buying shirts, all that good stuff. We thank you mm-hmm. for your continued support. But do you know who's yes. losing a little bit of support, Myron? Ooh, this is a this is a crazy one. Bennett from Spring, Texas asks, do you think the New Day is struggling to stay relevant without Big E? Wow. This is this when I when I first read this question, I kind of made my heart hurt. Yeah. Because I love the New Day. Love the New Day. Love Big E. Kofi. Xavier. But do they work with just two of them? I think the, the core of the New Day was always that they complemented each other so well. All three pieces. Mm-hmm. They all brought something to the table. Is it one of the stories, and, and I like, look, I love, I'm no, I love Big E. I'm a huge fan. Love Xavier Woods. Love Kofi Kingston. But is the New Day one of those, what's the old saying, or is, is the, uh, is the sum greater than the, you know, than the, the total of the parts or whatever, whatever the saying is, I know I butchered it, but I think <laughs> when you take one, one, and one, you get four versus yeah. three. Yeah. Um, it's a larger, it's a larger part of uh, brain just stopped. Sorry. It, the thing was that they've done such a good job over time. Cause in today's age, you know, time and age, people like their the attention spans are short. People burn out on things. Boom. And they're ready to move on to the next. But for years now, they have been doing great about keeping themselves with new merch and new merch and keeping themselves yeah. in front of mind. And even when they were split apart, think about that. Even when they were apart, when Big E was over on Raw and they were on SmackDown, they yeah. still felt like a team. Somehow, yeah. some yeah. way, they still felt like the New Day. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, when they came over and they they put them back together, we thought, okay, now we're about to have that other another good run. I was so happy about that. I wanted that run badly. Yeah. The problem is... It's, they, they started into this feud with, you know, with Seamus's group, and then Big E gets hurt, and since then, everything's been a little lackluster. Like, they just, there hasn't been the shine on the new day. Mm-hmm. I, I do think that, yeah, I just think that, it's kind of hard to explain, but I think that they've lost that special something, because the something special with them is the three of them. Yes. To me, here's blunt, the blunt truth that's hard to swallow. They're the free birds, in my opinion, literally. Yes, yes. You the like better... Michael Hayes, you like Terry Gordy, and Buddy Roberts, you know, you like him. But you love the free birds. And I think that's yes. exactly, exactly what we see with the news. Yes, I agree 100%. And it's, they've worked so well. So much merch. So You've got stuff on your desk from them yeah. right now, don't you? Yeah, I got boxes okay. of bootios on the desk, yeah. Such such fun. I've worn the unicorn horns. I bought me a lot of, you thought I was a overweight Dexter. Um, it was just so much fun when you get into it and they come out. I hope Big E gets better. I don't know his total prognosis. Have they revealed it yet? Uh, no, I mean, they haven't. Like, I don't think he has an exact timetable when he'll be back. I mean, some people are mm-hmm. like, oh, he may never be back. Some people are like, oh, he'll be back sooner than later. Blah, 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 blah. You know. I hope he's back in some form or fashion. That's true because that team needs him. I, I mean, yep. I hate to be that way, but they, they they need him. And here's the crazy thing: like my opinion is like the Usos. The Usos will forever be a tag team in my brain. I don't yes. think there's a split that can happen that makes me love one more than the other. Uh, like 
as far and the singles I, and I could be totally wrong on that, but that's just where I'm at with them. And in my brain, I think the new day works that way as well. Well, I, I can't tell the deuces apart still. I'll be honest with you. But the new day was bigger. It was positivity. It was the power of positivity. It was such an amazing thing in wrestling to get to witness. Mm. Yeah. I, I, so the answer to your question is, yeah, I do think they're struggling to stay relevant. Like, I, I think they need something like, what doesn't make sense to me, and I know we've, here's the problem. How many times have we seen New Day versus the Usos, right? Oh, yeah. So to put them back in the title picture, which is kind of something they probably need, because I don't know who else is there to help kind of catapult them back up again. Riddle as their interim partner. Well, they did Drew. Remember, they did Drew McIntyre came in and was an honorary New Day member, and they did that thing, and it, eh, you know, it was like, eh. Drew Mac, I'm sorry. Drew McIntyre has done so much good work for the WWE, but he's another one of those guys that is just boring. Okay? It's boring. I, I think they need somebody with personality. The problem is, I think Riddle is about to catapult, because of Randy being gone for a while, yeah. he's about to catapult into a single, because he's challenged Roman. Like, you know, so oh. is that something he's, you know. Here's the other mm. argument. Go back to our first question. Could Riddle be the guy that he's going to be the guy who wins money in the bank? Could be. Yeah, they're very him. definitely. Yeah. They're, they are star for baby faces right now. So could be, could very well be, but you know, but yes, to answer, I'm sorry, Bennett, go back to answer your question. Absolutely. I do think they're struggling a little bit. Um, I think they'll be okay long-term, but right now it is a bit of struggle now. And it, part of it, by the way, isn't their fault. I think it's the stuff they've got them in, the angles they mm. have them in. That ain't yeah. helping either, you know, so all the above. But, um, hey, man, we appreciate you coming out. We're going to wrap up here. We're good. But make sure, again, you're heading over to YouTube, you know, YouTube.com backslash C backslash mm-hmm. Tap Top Wrestling Podcast. Subscribe. Turn your notifications on. All that good stuff. Make sure, you, hey, you even got the opportunity to become a member now. Like I said, it was kind of like the old Patreon thing, but now you can join on there. Yeah. And you can get all the stuff early and often and the little post-it, the extra stuff. Also, if you're look, if you're an audio, we we haven't forgot you guys that are podcast listeners. The audio format, whether it be on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you know, Amazon Music, blah, anywhere and everywhere, there's a podcast platform. Make sure you're subscribing, give us a five star rating review if you're so inclined. We would appreciate that. Uh, if you think we've earned it, we appreciate it. Um, Amazon and, Music is my favorite place, though. Yeah, well, I mean, because I mean, you so can holler cool. on Alexa, you can tell Alexa to play it, and she'll start playing it for you. I mean, yeah, yeah man, which is cool mm. in itself. So. Um, that, you know, eventful week, obviously pay-per-views and titles stripped and, you know, injuries and this, that, and lots of stuff going on. Uh, crazy, crazy week, man. Uh, you know, but like, we're going to try to keep you all wrapped up and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that's best, you know, that's everything I have for this week so far. I always say so far, cause you never know what's going to drop. Oh God. On dynamite. I might do another little bit of one off. I did one last week where oh, you did one last week. Yeah. I saw that. I didn't have a chance to listen to it yet. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's good to see you doing this because I always do enjoy those. Yeah, it's you know, look, so I get it because it's so far away from Dynamite. Sometimes I'm like, you know, just cut something really quick, kind of cover what I think stood mm-hmm. out on Dynamite. And by the way, you only find that on <laughs> it's on YouTube. the YouTube, you know, stuff as well. So we greatly appreciate that. Well, you got anything else before we get out of here, brother? That's all I got, man. Oh, we'll see. Old saying, brother, if I've got nothing, you've got nothing. What time is it? It's time to tap out.